Ooh. Oh, you're going right in with the spooky noises, huh? Yeah, I'm in. You're just it. going right in there. Okay. Um, should I do? Should I do like um? Should I do like a spooky laugh? We already did like spooky laughs last time. No, you you're, no, you're right. Ghost you're right. noises. I got it. No, I got it. You're right. I gotta, I gotta up my game. Yeah. Um. All right. I'll, I'll be a vampire. That's easy. I mean, I was a vampire in the first one. You gotta. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. What am I gonna be? A Frankenstein? You could be a Frankenstein, a zombie, a werewolf, a witch. You could be. I. I've never howled. I have never howled, and I never will. Well, now's your chance. A woo. Furry. <laughs> Called out. <laughs> Blocked. <laughs> Repost. <laughs> Repost. <laughs> um. Uh. Have you? Do you? Do you have any Halloween traditions, Jupiter? I mean, no, not really. I. I mean, like, not since I stopped going trick or treating, like back in, like, I don't know. Uh, I think the last time that I went trick or treating was like maybe like freshman year of high school. I think the last time I went was, oh, I think it was either, either sophomore year or junior year of high school. Um, but yeah, it's it's just not as fun when you're older. <laughs> right, right. Because then you're just like, oh, you're a person and I'm a person and I've come to your door. Yeah. Yeah, and they and... always look at you differently when, like, you're a more fully grown person. They're like, oh, you're not mm. a little kid, and I'm just supposed right. to give you candy. <laughs> well, because they're looking down on instinct, and then they, like, have to move their eyes up, and it's just like, oh, your face is here? Oh, okay. I mean, they're always looking down for me. I haven't grown since the sixth grade. <laughs> Well, right. Maybe you can get away with it. You uh, just have to pitch your voice up a little bit. Yeah, some years I have, and other years they're like, "You're not a kid. You're a <laughs> short adult." <laughs> I, I was, I was gonna say that all you needed to do was wear like a like a full body sheet costume, and then have like a like a tape recorder. A tape recorder. With, yeah, with a bunch of like clips of like. Children saying trick or treat in Disney original kids movies. <laughs> yeah, and every kid sounds different, and also I sound like a, a group of kids all coming right, from one yeah. person. Right. What are exactly. you for Halloween? I'm kids. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know all all of the <laughs> all of the kids from Disney original. <laughs> Kids movies about yeah. Halloween. Have you ever seen a movie called Halloween Town? I'm all of those kids. <laughs> I'm the I'm the sassy nerd little boy and the little girl who's super magical and the slightly older girl who is the main character. <laughs> That's her personality. Is that and she's and the, main the character. and the 
obnoxious boy redemption boy. Oh, an obnoxious redemption boy. That's what they yeah. called me in high school. <laughs> obnoxious. Hi, obnoxious redemption boy. <laughs> Stop calling me that. I haven't been <laughs> redeemed yet. <laughs> I do have... <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. I'm just imagining, like... <laughs> bullying someone for not having the redemption arc yet. <laughs> You're still evil, haha. <laughs> Have your redemption arc already. <laughs> yeah. Um, Go ahead. I'm sorry. It's okay. I have. I do have a Halloween tradition, and it's my favorite Halloween tradition. And it's every year I carve a pumpkin. And yeah. and I take out all the seeds and we clean the seeds and then we bake the seeds and put salt on them and then we eat the pumpkin seeds and then we have a carved pumpkin of a cute little art thing that I did that year and then we have seeds. Yeah. And usually while I, I carve, I, uh, I I listen to the Coraline soundtrack. <laughs> valid. <laughs> yeah, I really love uh, pumpkin carving. I don't know if we're going to do it this year, but I feel like that's something that I... Uh, I guess I, I didn't count it as a tradition because I kind of assumed that we weren't doing it this year. Uh, mm. But uh, but we've done it every other year, so I don't know. I don't know, maybe. But it is something that I would love to continue even, you know, when I'm elsewhere. Yeah. Because I really do love pumpkin carving. It's just like a yeah. wonderful little, it's just a wonderful little thing. It's so Going fun. to pumpkin patches. Oh my Fantastic. gosh, yeah. Uh, I went to my first pumpkin patch last year and it was so fun. I wore overalls. You get pick out a pumpkin. Yeah. And then got fresh hot donuts. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, it was so yeah. good. Yeah, there's a, there's a local pumpkin patch around here. I mean, obviously- uh, uh, haven't been. I don't. I don't imagine that they're actually open in the traditional way. But although maybe you're typically far away in a pumpkin patch. Yeah, they're really big. I did yeah. hear though that like pumpkins this year are like har are like uh, what's the word for when they're ready for harvest? They're like finished, ready for harvest later in the year than usual. So yeah, well, <laughs> there's not as many pumpkins yet. Probably later in the month. I'm gonna. You know I want to try and go to a pumpkin place. Yeah, that's yeah. I there's something just so nice about carving a little face on a friend. You know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like, like I don't know. There's see, my ass is just like personifying every object, <laughs> and I'm just like feeling kind of bad, but also just like. But I'm giving you a little personality, you know? Yeah. Listen, those pumpkins, like the big ones, I don't think they're like even viable for cooking. Only the little ones are. So no, for sure. You're giving it a purpose. No, yeah, for sure. I don't feel, I don't actually feel like that bad, but I also just like had a moment of just like kind of feeling bad. <laughs> this is this is how my brain works all the time. Is I'm just like, am I treating this object appropriately? <laughs> just carve into the pumpkin. I'm sorry. Uh. <laughs> Welcome to Cursed Aspects. Welcome to Cursed Aspects. Um, we're spooky this it's month. A, it's it's a podcast about haunting your aspects. We're we're appreciating the scary and spooky things in art. Ooh. Ooh. 
Um, do, you like, do you like my ghost noise? It was. <laughs> it sounds a little more like a zombie, but I I appreciate it. <laughs> what if a zombie was a ghost? Nobody's talking about this in the leftist media. <laughs> That's why I'm so sorry. That's my favorite thing to do, just about a absurd statement. <laughs> is to just just be like just blaming the liberals. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. Like for a second, I want to be Alex Jones. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why, but I, it's very funny to me. For Halloween, I'm Alex Jones. No, no one should be Alex Jones for Halloween. <laughs> no. If anyone's Alex Jones for Halloween, I will personally fight you. <laughs> I'm gonna go and beat, beat your ass. <laughs> Doesn't he have a video like that? I I don't. I've, I'm gonna be real with you. I've like. I mean, I care about myself. I have never watched any Alex Jones content. Yeah, I just have is, watched content kind of vaguely about Alex Jones. Yeah, I've only watched content that makes fun of him and, like, gay frogs, something about that. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, that whole thing. Um, Anyways, anyway. <laughs> it's my turn this week. Uh, it's Amy's turn this, this week. This spooky week, I'm going to talk about a thing that is a thing. Um, Good intro. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna hop right in there's not i don't I, I can't i can't hint to it um i could shine a light on it for you that's a little hint um my okay. thing <laughs> my thing is, is it is it that is, is it that movie again <laughs> you you got me i'm doing the second <laughs> the same thing <laughs> Lights out too. Lights out too. This time it's even <laughs> brighter and <laughs> it's even brighter. The ghosts are even worse at their Bring job. your double A batteries this time. <laughs> <laughs> no. My thing is about um um the I'm gonna figure out a Luigi's way to... Mansion. No, but someday. <laughs> someday. Um my thing is about um the special lighting alan wake <laughs> shut up <laughs> <laughs> my thing is about the special lighting put on morticia adams eyes hell yes hell yes 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 absolutely so you see so you know what i'm talking about right i don't but i just love that you're talking about morticia adams okay um so let me let me explain um, for those who don't know who Morticia Adams is, she's she's the mommy in the Adams family, which is the. That's me trying to snap with really sweaty hands. Uh, Jupiter, go ahead and snap for me. Oh no, mine was about the same. Oh okay, well combined we can make a slight. Oh, I I made I made one good one and then the other one was bad. I this is bad. This should stop. <laughs> Um, so the Adams family has been around forever. If you don't know who the Adams family is, uh, I'm sorry. That that's that's on you. Um, and Morticia Adams is the mommy. And something that I noticed a couple of years ago, probably on like a a gift set on Tumblr, is that there's always like a beam of light on Morticia Adams' eyes in 
every shot of her, no matter what mm. the other light is on any other characters. Like if it's a group shot, there is still just a beam of light um, on her eyes. And I thought that was always cool. Um, and I and I wondered about it and I did a little bit of research. And basically, um, it's kind of a, a parody of uh, early's really early Hollywood movies. Like they used to do it for dramatic effect in um, like... Let me fucking check the year of the movie. <laughs> I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess 1927. Um. Yeah, it's like early year, early years. I didn't save the page. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got it. It's that. Um. But like, it's. It's it was a really um common dramatic effect in like early Hollywood movies. I'm gonna say like 1920s to even the even the 70s and stuff because they did it in Star Trek too. But like one of the earliest examples of it was like in one of the early Dracula movies, um like on in dramatic shots of Dracula, they would shine a beam of light on his eyes. So so yeah, it's a it's a thing. That has existed for a bit. Um, I I try to look up like if there's a specific term of lighting for it. Uh, I mean, like a, a term for that specific kind of lighting, but I couldn't find it. But also, I only did ten minutes eye of lighting. research. Eye um, lighting. I look. I know eye lighting is something else. Apparently. Um, what? Yeah. Um. So this the specific lighting that um. They they use for Morticia Adams. I don't know what it's called, but I did find a website that explained that. Um, basically, uh, to achieve that effect, they um, they have like a light beam on her face, but then they put gaffer tape over the light, uh, leaving like a certain amount of light peeking through, and then they just have her stand on a specific mark that whole time, so it's only on her. Um, so yeah, like I, I've got. Right. I mean, I mean that would like explain why, for the most part, when you picture Morticia Adams, she's just sort of like standing in one place as the center, while everyone else is around her. Like she's like the most <laughs> calm presence in the house. Yeah, like if, if, every time I think about Morticia Adams, I've never seen her walk or run or do any sort of like no. very big movement. She's always just like, I'm standing here and I'm powerful and I don't need to move. <laughs> like, yeah, people move for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Morticia, fucking get Morticia Adams on a skateboard. I want to see that shit. <laughs> If she's on a skateboard, the skateboard simply moves for her and she does not <laughs> She does not move her legs whatsoever. So um, it's like I'm, a it's like one of those motorized skateboards, but instead of being motorized, it's haunted. It's just haunted. Yeah, she is Morticia Adams has a haunted skateboard. It's Hell canon. Yeah. I'm gonna send you a photo. That's, um that, that sounds like a Twitter account handle, Morticia Adams haunted skateboard. <laughs> the, I, if if Twitter could make you have a handle that long. Yeah, you you should make it that your hand. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna see. I don't think I think the the length is not gonna work, but I'll I'll see. Um, I don't think we need to describe this image, but basically, it's I'm gonna send you an image that's a group shot of people in the movie, and everybody has basic lighting except for Morticia Adams, just has a beam of light on her eyes because she's a traumatic bitch. <laughs> Here you go. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I. I mean, I like. Yeah, I definitely recognize this effect. I like, and it's something that like I definitely associate with Morticia Adams, but I never would have pinpointed it like if you didn't point it out. Yeah. Um. It's it's really cool, and I I think it's like I think it's both hilarious and like so fitting to her personality that it just happens to her eyes in every shot. Because, like, you know, back then when they actually used this um, lighting technique seriously, like, obviously it was only meant for really specific dramatic shots. But for her, it's like she's dramatic all the time and she's super, like, cool and mysterious all the time. So she always has that light on her. And I just think that's, like, perfect and very fitting. Yeah, absolutely. And also, can I tell you that, in fact, Twitter will let you have the name Morticia Adams Haunted Skateboard. Okay, cool. Um, So go and, ahead and, and save that as your name, please. So, no, I, I have. I have, and that's what it is right now. <laughs> Good. And nobody will have context for, like, a week. Are we, like, Not three even days? a week, like, ha- a couple of days. A couple of days. Yeah. They'll just see Jupiter as, like, oh. Okay, that's weird. All right. Okay. okay. Well, that's what Jupiter's doing now. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's very fitting, and I don't think anybody would really question it. No, for absolutely you. not. I think it's about right. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'm like, I've only gotten into the Adams Family a little bit. I I still I've only seen like the Adams Family Values movie, and I think the second one. I haven't really seen any of the original shit. Like, it's not something that I like. I'm super into. But, like, it is certainly a family that I love because, you know, yeah, it's... Well, I I think that, like, something about the Addams Family for for goths, the Addams Family is more like a a representation of, like, kinds of goth. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's Uh just like, like, they're more like symbols than stories. Yeah. If, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Yeah. Although Adam's family values, I mean, like, they I mean they got it there. <laughs> yeah. I I love I love I just love the this family. Um and I know yeah. that everybody talks so much about why they love it as because like even though they are like technically evil, even though they aren't, they actually do have family values and they are better than the majority of TV uh, families. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I fucking love, all, I love all of the Adamses. I, I yeah. love how much they, they really do care about each other. They, they really do. do uh, like, okay, yes, uh, the, the Adams children do try and kill a baby. But there's no guarantee that that would have if that would have mattered. But so does the dog in the mask too. So so does the dog in the mask too. <laughs> and this is what I'm saying. Hashtag cancel the dog from the mask too. Canceled. Sh- shout out. Not the shout dog, out. Call out. The dog from <laughs> the dog from the mask too is over party. <laughs> God, the dog from the mask too oh, is problematic, no. and no one on the left is talking about it. No one on the left is talking about it. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's my thing. Morticia's a dramatic bitch, and I love her, and that's my thing. Oh my god. 
<sighs> well, thank you so much. This was a delight. Thank you so much for to playing my game. Wahoo. Hey, hey, Amy. That's me. Uh, as a matter of fact, the thing that I'm bringing is not from Mario 64. What? So, Fuck. So, so, so uh, thanks for that. There's nothing. Look, I know, I know Big Boo's Haunt and the eel and whatever and the piano, whatever, whatever. There's nothing scary in Mario 64. I hate you. No, that's bullshit. Everything's scary. <laughs> the infinite <laughs> stairs. Are you kidding me? Uh, I mean, that's sort of like an existential horror, I guess. Um, well, I've sort of been holding myself back, I think, so far this uh, this Halloween season. Yeah, you on, have. You've been pretty light. Um, well, I mean, I sort of, look, I'm going to be honest. I sort of, you know, try and keep like a chill vibe on this podcast. I think that's sort of like why we're like part of why we're appealing. Um. Uh, so, you know, I haven't really been going super hard on the spooks and scares. Um, yeah. And I'm going to continue to not do that uh, be- because in this episode, <laughs> I'm going to be talking about the uh, dual soundtracks in Resident Evil 1 for PS1. Oh, okay. Um, Is this, is this, is this, is this? the soundtrack that has the basement song well you'll have to find out (laughs) okay okay i do want to say um before you talk about this that since Mm -hmm. we did do the last recording i did watch scream and i loved it oh hell yeah hell yeah yeah i i like keeping in mind what you said like throughout the movie it made trying to figure out who the the who who the scream mask was? It made it so much fun trying to figure it out. That's all I wanted to say. Okay. It was really now, enjoyable. I okay. Hey, so, uh, we s- small spoiler zone for a second for yeah. those who haven't seen the movie Scream. Yeah. Uh, uh, who do you who did you think it was, and what did you think of the ending? Okay, so when I first watched it, I thought it was the cop brother. <laughs> um. Oh sure. Specifically because the first like. One of the first times he's introduced, his sister calls him like a doofus or something, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. "Jupiter said the killer was really stupid." <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> "It's gotta be this guy, right?" <laughs> um, and then and then he got killed, and I was like, "Okay, I guess he's not the killer because <laughs> he got killed." <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But, but yeah, I was I was definitely thrown off when it was revealed that. Um, it was two people. Um, yeah, I was. I was really shocked that it was. Um, what's his name? The you know the dark Brody guy, broad Brody. I don't. I don't. Uh, yeah. Uh, her her boyfriend. Yeah, I was shocked yeah. that it was her boyfriend because you know it just seems so obvious. I was like, "There's no way, right? There's no way." Right. And then yeah. I was also I was less shocked when I found out that it was also Shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> But God, do I love Shaggy's character, and also I do love how he kept his crazy-ass personality the entire time, even after he was revealed. Because, you know, like, in so many movies, like, once they're revealed they're the killer, like, their personality changes 100%. He's like, nope, I'm still fucking crazy and just a dude, bro. (laughs) Yeah, I I love that, that, 
when it, his whole shit is unraveling, uh, he is starts being like, "Don't, don't tell my mom." I know. Oh my god! Like that—that that was both hilarious, but also extremely disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> like, cause it just shows how fucked up in the head he was, like yeah. from this whole thing. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Spoiler zone over. Um, let's talk about the <laughs> <an> evil soundtrack. <laughs> Right, so my thing this week. Uh, so, uh, in 2014 or something like that, why does Resident Evil 1 on PS1 have two different soundtracks? Well, I don't know, but I can give you some context. Okay. So, uh, when the uh, the PlayStation 1 uh, originally released, it came with a controller that did not have analog sticks on it. Yeah. It was just uh, four buttons, D-pad, the four, like, face buttons with the shapes, and and your, like, pause and select. And later on, they released the first DualShock, which is the first controller. It was basically the same. uh, And, I mean, their controller design has not changed all that much. Uh, until, I guess, the PS5, which is a little different. Um, but who cares about the PS5? Yeah! Um, but anyway, they added the analog sticks, uh, and they added the analog sticks, like, several years after the uh, original uh, controller was released, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, the the... The analog controller, or the the DualShock controller, rather, uh, there was a separate analog controller. That's a whole other story. There's videos on YouTube. Um, uh, They released the DualShock controller in 1997, and the original PlayStation controller came out in 1994. Uh, So it was several years after the uh, release, and not, like, still actually a couple years out from the PS2's release. So, like... This sort of divided the uh, PlayStation's uh, uh, game catalog. Yeah. And was sort of strange because uh, a lot of games were built with the idea that you wouldn't have that sort of controller. And the original Resident Evil is one of those. It released... uh, The reason why it has those, like, tank controls that still persist in... Uh, uh, in Resident Evil games, uh, up until a certain point, and in a lot of games that are inspired by Resident Evil, Silent Hill, and whatever, mm-hmm. um, the reason why it has those like tank controls where you, uh, sort of have to point yourself in a direction before you go forward, is because it was assuming that you didn't have, well, not just assuming there wasn't another option. Uh, the controller just had those four D-pad buttons, so yeah. that was the most efficient way they could make the you move in 3D. Yeah. Uh, and it also, like, honestly, the the original Resident Evil being good is like almost by accident. <laughs> like, it you have to imagine that if the DualShock existed, that they probably would have done it with like more traditional 3D controls that would come later, mm-hmm. but uh, 
but it ended up being like tank controls, which ended up making it scarier. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you didn't have like as much control and like you couldn't aim precise headshots and whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so history of the PlayStation controller out of the w- I, it's an interesting story, but uh, uh, is only tangentially related to this whole thing. Uh, but the reason why Resident Evil Director's Cut uh, exists is because it added DualShock support to the game, mm-hmm. which uh, the controls were the same, but it just let you play it with a DualShock controller <laughs> so that you could, you could, you know, move left to right with the DualShock stick instead yeah. of the buttons. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. suddenly everyone had all of these DualShock controllers and Capcom sought a opportunity to make more money, essentially. Uh, off of their yeah. wildly popular new series. Uh, I think this even maybe came out like while Resident Evil 2 was in development or out. So, mm-hmm. um, But anyway, so Resident Evil Director's Cut, for some reason, also alongside having DualShot support, I maybe imagine because they needed to have some reason other than the DualShock support... To have another version of the game. Yeah. Can't just so, make the same game. Right. Although they did. <laughs> <laughs> but they made a new soundtrack and hired a uh, a famous composer, a, le- a, a, a legendary Japanese composer, to uh, to compose it. Uh, so the original soundtrack for the game was uh, composed uh, primarily by uh, Makoto Tomozawa, Akari Kaeda, and Masame Ueda. And in the DualShock version, it was composed uh, uh, Mamoru Samurogosh. And the the story of that ended up being that um well he didn't actually compose any of it oh and he was considered to be a like really amazing uh composer and his like what sort of drew a lot of public attention to him was that he uh was said to have lost his hearing in the 90s and still composed music while deaf. Oh. Uh, but uh, Samuragosh admitted after uh, being publicly questioned by uh, Tagashi Nagaki that he didn't write any of the music, that uh, like <laughs> a lot of the music that he has been credited for, and in fact... All of those were ghostwritten by Takashi Nagaki. Oh? Yeah. What the fuck? Why? And he was also pretending to be deaf. Oh! Why? What is going on here? I don't know. It's a whole thing. It's a very interesting story. Honestly, more than I can get into here. But all that to say that the DualShock soundtrack was, in fact, composed by... Takashi Nagaki. Okay. All that said, 
Nagaki, what the fuck happened? <laughs> now, I don't know. I don't know much about any of the the Resident Evil soundtrack except, as I said before, <laughs> the basement song. Well, we'll we'll worry about coming to that later. Okay. Uh, so I want to play a selection of tracks for you just to like get a sense of the uh, the difference between the two soundtracks. Yes, yes, yes. Very important. Yes. I'm going to be a wine connoisseur and I'm going to close my eyes and I'm going to tell you which is which. <laughs> okay. Okay. So uh, I have a, a a couple of uh, ones that I want to show off in particular, but just to get like a random sampling of the songs uh, and just get like a general vibe. I'll, I'll go ahead and play the original first and then director's cut after. Okay. Uh, so how, uh, how I want to do this first song is I want you to, I'm going to scroll through the list of songs and I want you to pick one that sounds interesting and then I'm going to play it and then we'll find it in the director's cut version. Uh, and we'll just get, just to get a, like a random sampling of how, what the difference is before we go okay. into more specific examples. Let's do Barry's Revenge. Who's Barry? <laughs> Barry's a want? whole... Barry's a whole thing. Well, uh, I don't have time to get into Barry. All right, so this is the original. Okay. Yeah, this is pretty good. Like, this is like, yeah. pretty sick. I, yeah. I I haven't heard this song before, but this is great. I'm into this. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's like nice and layered and heavy. And I'm, I definitely get the idea of revenge from it. Uh, intense. Yeah. Let's let's find it in the uh, in the DualShock version. <laughs> okay. All right, here it is in the DualShock version. Hmm. Okay. Well, this sounds more like um, a low-res JPEG of Frankenstein is coming towards you. <laughs> I mean, it's not the worst. It's just like it's completely different, though. <laughs> it's very different. It's not like as. It's very muted. It's not very intense or anything. Yeah. It's, like, pretty boring? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It sounds like kind of maybe from a point-and-click adventure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like a point... Like, yeah. It sounds like a point-and-click adventure where you're, like, you're technically in a dangerous situation, but, like, you're paused for... Like, the action is paused <laughs> so you can do a puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so next up, I'm going to go ahead and uh, 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 we're all going to have a treat because we will listen to the Big Big Spider. Okay. All right, here's the original. Now, this is spooky. This is very scary. It's definitely spooky. It's definitely sp scary. As you can imagine, this is a part of the game where you are being stalked by a big, big spider. It's actually a guy named Big, middle name Big, last name Spider. Sure. Uh, but yeah, it's it's spooky. It gets across the vibe of, like, you're being... Yeah. You're in a dangerous situation. You're being stalked by something that is, like, kind of hard to see. Yeah. Um, it's definitely scary. It's definitely scary. You get the vibe. Uh, now let's listen to it in the DualShock version. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> huh! Hmm! 
that it starts over so abruptly is so Holy absurd. Shit. Okay. Huh. Okay, so this is it less just, of like lives. a big, big spider is following you and it's scary and foreboding. Instead, it's just, I'm a big, big spider and I'm gonna step on you. Oh my God, it's getting higher pitched and slower. Why is it doing this? It sounds like a bad parody of like a kaiju thing that would be in a Saturday morning cartoon in the 80s. Yeah. It's it's so bad. It's, it's just so, so bad. bad. It's so bad. Oh my god. This is I, amazing. Yeah. Uh I, I I want you to keep in mind these two soundtracks are being done on the same instrument set. Oh my god, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <gasps> Same oh limitations, same everything. I mean, oh like, my it's it's absurd. All right, so this is our second to last one. We're gonna go ahead and listen to uh, this is this is a this is a fun one. We're gonna listen to Wesker's theme, and Wesker is a uh, to give you a little background. Wesker is a uh, a sort of like the the main antagonist of the first game he starts off as being like your commanding officer uh because unfortunately every almost every character in Resident Evil is a cop mm-hmm. um but uh he starts off as your commanding officer and then eventually in the story you realize that he's actually working for the com- the company that is making all of these zombies and monsters mm. and he has betrayed you and everyone okay and uh, and we're going to listen to Wesker's theme, the original version. This this sounds like the theme of a fucked up guy. Yeah, I mean, like, you get the vibe of just like, yeah, this is a backstabby dude. Don't you know, trust this a, fucker. There's a swelling evil in this man. It, an evil has taken residence. Yeah. And like, the like acoustic guitar synth is sort of just like the under like the the overlaying like oh yeah i'm your friend but all of this darkness is underneath that and Mm -hmm. the veil is so thin yeah i love it yeah it's great that's this is this is a great song now (laughs) so excited (laughs) now let's listen to it uh in the dual shock can I? Okay, I'm sorry. I have to scroll past. In the DualShock version, there are, let me count, uh, 16 songs named Other. <laughs> eh, we were, we fucking ran out of titles. Let's just call it Other. Fuck it. Uh, Alright, here's Wesker's theme in the DualShock version. Okay. <laughs> oh? <laughs> fucking Saturday morning cartoon ass. What the fuck? fuck is this this is not the theme of a person this is an enemy encounter with a rat <laughs> i mean not far off from encountering wesker but yeah <laughs> yeah this is this is like um like the music that would be on the title screen of a like ms dos uh it, it, detective game <laughs> <laughs> that had like a budget of ten dollars, yeah. 
Well, as every MS-DOS game did. Uh, well. <laughs> like, I just don't get it. Uh, it's, I think, it, like, it was just like... So, Wesker wears sunglasses, and that's his sort of deal, is that he's always wearing sunglasses. Mm-hmm. And it sort of feels like, like, they just looked at his design, it was just like, he wears sunglasses, he must be a cool guy. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like they didn't even get a, an image for these, for the musics for the remake. They didn't even get a reference of the original song, they're just like, mm-hmm. okay, here's the title of this song. Yeah, uh, I, it's... It's, I just, oh my god. But this has all just been a sampling. This has all just been a, a little uh, a little platter, a little amuse-bouche. Because the real... Yeah, this is just the, the appetizer. The real shit is in the basement. The basement! I'm so excited! So, I don't think I've ever heard the original basement song. I've only heard the Dual Shock version. So yeah, we're, I, yeah. Well, we're gonna we're gonna hear the. Uh, uh, I don't think I had either until today, to be honest. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> um. So this song is infamous. I use it in my uh, uh in my opening reel of songs on my streams for Raccoon City Wednesdays. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> very good uh it's it's great but what about the original version let's go ahead and give the original version a taste of the mansion basement theme now this sounds like a scary basement song yeah it's like it's a certain thing of like confined space you like the pounding like could be like pounding on the walls like you don't know what's going on you're you're trapped in the game, like, almost nothing happens in the basement. You just walk into the basement, you get an item, and you leave, and then you come through it another time a little bit later. Um, mm-hmm. And the basement is really not, like, an involved area, but it does have a unique song, and, uh, you know, this song is pretty nice. It's, like, pretty short and sweet and simple and spooky. But <laughs> what about the original? Uh, what about the, the DualShock, rather? What about the DualShock version? Welcome to my favorite song in the world. It's so good. I so good. I love it so much. And and we're of course going to, you know, listen to the whole thing because whenever the song comes on, you have to listen to the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, we almost listened to the whole thing of all the other ones too, but still. Mm-hmm. Let's listen to the Mansion Basement theme in the DualShock version. I'm just going to be dying the whole time. <laughs> oh my god it's like they took the original song and just put it through a a midi keyboard thing yeah they took one track of the original song and put it through a fart sound effect I do love how the very first note you think, oh, is this gonna be a a, a normal song? And then it's like, no. <laughs> if I ever own a house that has a basement, this is just gonna be playing <laughs> as soon every time you walk in automatically. Hell yes. I just I just love this so much. Like, holy shit. Like it's, who it's... It sounds like a mistake. 
I want to know more about the the original the real guy who made this music. Like, did he have any musical history at all? I mean, I assume so. I mean, because he'd been, uh, I think he'd been ghostwriting for a while at that point. So I don't know what happened here. Like, like there's a genuine potential that, like, maybe, like, there are genuinely, like, tracks missing in some songs. Like, like some sort of, like, yeah. weird-ass error like that. But, like, maybe. even yeah. the stuff that's there just doesn't sound right. Sound like not songs. It's, it's just, I just, but, but then even the songs that are complete, like Wesker's theme, like, yeah, it's not right. It's just, <laughs> it's just not correct. They're like, okay, you're going to make music for a horror game, a scary horror game. Okay. It has to be scary, suspenseful at the edge of your seat. And he's like, okay, trumpets. <laughs> Lots of trumpets. <laughs> the scariest in- tr- instrument of all. Trumpets and bongos, got it. I And then and then Big Big Spider. And then Big Big Spider. Oh just, man. Just, just just the shortest loop starting over so abruptly. Oh, it's just so bad. It's just it's just so yeah. bad. But here's yeah. the thing. But here's the thing, Amy. It's like, love all of this shit. Oh, I it's love so, it. It's so good. I I'm love s- it so much. I'm so glad it's real and exists. Me too. And that there's it's a like, story. <laughs> it's so, I love it so much that the fact that it is a, re- somehow a remake is made things worse. <laughs> it's like not they- even a remake. It's a re-release. Yeah, exactly. Like, they they had a perfectly amazing good soundtrack and then they just shit all but over it and i love it just just to just to uh fucking support a controller that didn't change how the controls played <laughs> it's just like i i don't I don't get it, but I'm so glad. There's some time, like some things are just like such glorious, like wastes of time in such a beautiful way. Of just like, like this only exists because of like cynical capitalistic growth and money hoarding. Yeah. And they fucked it up so bad. They fucked it up so bad. And and it's just like, I mean, that's the whole fucking thing about capitalism is like, just because you technically can does not mean you should. <laughs> and, it's, yeah. and I just love that, like, it's great to have just like something to, some, th- some, beautiful terrible art to come out of that yeah (sighs) it's like if someone re-released the mona lisa except the only (sighs) difference was somebody drew all over the mona lisa with crayon and said it's new (laughs) brand new mona lisa da vinci da vinci (laughs) (sighs) 
Oh, it's so good. So fucking good. I, oh. I also, I want, I wonder, like, how entirely different playing the game is with a different soundtrack. Oh. Like, it's probably 100% less scary. Oh, for sure. I mean, I, uh, it, again, on Raccoon City Wednesdays, I think that we're going to, haven't talked about this, I think we're going to, when we do play the, the original Resident Evil 1, we're going to play the original version for one playthrough and then play the director's cut for another playthrough. Um, just to okay. have that soundtrack and just to like have the yeah, experience of the playing soundtrack. both versions. It's yeah. Ugh, anyway, God. beautiful, beautiful. Thank Chef's you. Kiss. Thank you so much to, <laughs> to the fraud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Oh my god. This if is, anybody this knows is like the full on story of what the fuck happened. I'll, we'll do a follow up. I don't give a fuck. We'll do a follow yeah. up. Yeah. Fucking email us um, yeah. or tweet at us. Our email is enchantingaspectspod at gmail.com and our Twitter is at enchantingpod. Fucking let us know. Do the research for us. <laughs> <laughs> do, do the work for us. Uh, yeah. God. Um,. Shit. What's the moral, Amy? <laughs> the moral of the story is um, sometimes things that used to be bad can be good, and sometimes things that used to be good can be bad. <laughs> oh my fucking god. It's just, it's just how you use them. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Um, thanks for listening. My name is Amy. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) God damn it. No, this can't be a thing. It's got to be a thing. No, no, this can't be a thing. We have to do our names in the intro. We have to. Every time. How does this keep happening? It's just the, it's the curse. I'm Jupiter. My (laughs) my name is Jupiter. Um, oh, can, can we do an evil version of love yourself, believe in yourself? Oh, what's the evil version? Um, um, l- well, tr- trick yourself. Trick yourself. And then, and then you can say treat yourself. Oh, okay, that's fun. Okay, I, I'm, I'm down with that. That's not evil, but I'm down. It's silly and spooky. Trick yeah. yourself. Treat yourself. Thanks for watching. <laughs> like and subscribe. Bye. Bye.